five, four, three, two, one, go. Yep. Nope. I'm. I, hold on. <laughs> as soon Welcome as, back. As soon as I hit it, I realized what I did. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. Hold on. Hold on. Sound. Two board. weeks off, everybody. Two weeks off. This happens when I don't take two weeks off. This. Yeah, I know, but but you have the out this time, John. You don't have to. Uh, you know. I don't need it. Okay, here we go. You can use it. You guys, you guys did not stop recording, right? Nobody no. stopped recording. Okay, here we go. It's all solid gold. Never. Still staying in. Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we are finally back in the house once again. It's ya boy John Harrington here. We've got John Regan back with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house for episode 264 after a couple of long ass weeks away guys it's great to be here and uh we hope you're happy to be here too if you're just joining us here on game that tune we got a great show coming up for you tonight we're going to listen to some video game tunes we've each brought three songs from a game we're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia we're going to goof off and have a lot of fun and the winner at the end of the night picks a theme for next week's episode and plays a bonus tune and our winner seven years ago was david fleming Oh wait, no. Two weeks, two weeks ago was David Fleming, and David picked a fantastic theme that we should have done two weeks ago. But we're here doing it now, and we all remember what it was. But David, just for the ones that don't remember, uh, you know, fill them in. What uh, what's the theme tonight? David Fleming. Now that's a name I've not heard in a long time. Uh, the theme is the jungle game set in jungle jungle levels. Welcome to the jungle, baby. You're gonna die. There it is, man. Uh, David, the you know famous Guns N' Roses fan amongst us. John, is, you didn't uh, tell us that we booked Axl Rose for tonight, right? Yeah, you know. It, see, I don't know anybody named Axl Rose. I wonder if he means old Ben Rose. <laughs> <laughs> ben Rose is my new porn star name. Old Ben Rose is David's porn star name now and forever um good lord uh yeah it's jungle levels man that's uh i I love the theme uh you know love a jungle Uh, they uh, they seem to pop up you know seems like very few games take place solely in a jungle but it seems like many games have a fantastic jungle level uh or at least some fantastic jungle area maybe more than one i think it's uh i think it's a great thing i think we're gonna get some uh, some fun exotic tunes on the show uh, and we got a wide variety of options to pick from, man. So, you know, David, I do appreciate that theme. And uh, yeah, there's nothing really much uh, much more to say about it, guys. Uh, we got five fantastic games tonight. We've got a fantastic fan request. And really, uh, it's been so long since we've been on, we really should not waste any more time. And we should just hop into the music, man. We should get into game one. So, Johnny, if you still know how to work that soundboard, let me hear you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Good to be back, guys. Game one. 
All right. So uh, the game's first level depicts the protagonist repelling terrorist attacks on Washington, D.C., um, including the president's limousines. Uh, subsequent levels depict counterattacks on the drug lord's forces progressing towards his jungle fortress in the game's penultimate level. And the final level takes place in Washington, D.C. again. gentlemen let's see what kind of uh answers you got oh man okay so david said tarzan versus terrorism which is close and uh johnny and john say jungle strike which is correct y'all play some jungle strike now how, how close is tarzan versus terrorism um Actually, it's not very close at all because not. Tarzan does not have a helicopter. And he should, though. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, Tarzan was around in the time before helicopters, I believe. Unless we're counting that like Leonardo da Vinci helicopter. There have been so many interpretations of Tarzan. Yeah, and, exactly. It wouldn't have to be canon. It'd be like yeah. the, the Tarzan copter, like the Thanos copter. Like, he should just have one at some point in his history. Like, he's public domain, isn't he? Tarzan? I'm not sure. If is not, he that it old? should be close. Mm. Yeah, because Tarzan so, was like nineteen, like early 1900s. If so, I think we should definitely remake it with a helicopter. Yeah, and I think we should be the ones to do it, guys. That's, I think that's why I said we. Not yeah. now the royal we, but us we. Now the question is, which one of us is going to play Tarzan? Me. Bobby, I think the question. Because one, he has his own is. vine to swing on. I think the question is, should it be, like, a normal, like, iron and steel helicopter? Or should the helicopter be made out of, like, coconuts and tree limbs? Mm. I just want one of should the gorillas Should it be, like, a Gilligan's Island helicopter? Or... As long what? as a gorilla's flying it, I, I don't care what kind of helicopter it is. Yeah, I mean, it's past time for Tarzan to have a helicopter, man. And then he wouldn't even have to watch out for that tree. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> no, you're thinking um, of George of the Jungle, not Tarzan. Uh, nah. That sounds made up. Pretty no, sure I got the right guy. That's anyway, so Tarzan. Jungle Strike, uh, again, no Tarzan, some terrorism. Lots of um, terrorism. 
Okay. <laughs> like, so, your main antagonist is like a terrorist and a drug lord. <laughs> cool. I mean, makes sense. Where, where do drugs come from? The jungle. Jungle. <laughs> Duh. No, I thought you were going to say terror. No, no. Yeah, you're doing the wrong drugs if they bring on the terror. Yes, man. some can, you know, if you get a bad trip, you know. Oh, God, yeah. Man, so is this game a bad trip, Jesse? Is that what the deal is? You know, this Just game... Go trip balls in the jungle. <laughs> this game really bad. <laughs> uh, reminded me of uh, the weird part of my life. Um, when you were tripping balls in the jungle. No, no, no. no. So, when you were attacking terrorists with helicopters... <laughs> Oh, yeah, right, when Jesse was a paramilitary agent for yeah. a while there. Yeah. He was a freedom Close. fighter. Close. He was, was a gorilla. About, it was about when I was, like, I'd say, like, 10, 11, 12 or something, and I had, like, my first, like, like you know, kid, you know, girlfriend, you know, and she lived across the street from my grandma, and, like, so, like, when I went over to my grandma's, I would just go hang out with her, and, yeah. you know, we watched, like, my girl together, and we're like, hey, you see that thing they were doing where they were kissing? We should try that. And, like, we went behind the garage and stuff, and we'd, like, kiss and stuff. And so, like, I'd always go over there, and she'd always want to be kissing and stuff. But occasionally, her dad would be home, right? And her dad was, like, hella cool. And, like, so one time, like, I came over, and his dad was like, Hey, Jesse, you want to play this game, Jungle Strike? You're, like, an attack chopper, and you're, like, just blowing the fuck out of shit. And I'm like... Yes, and like you know, my girlfriend was like, "No, I want to go in there and kiss." And I'm like, "Fuck that! I want to play video games with your dad." Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what a what a terrible choice to have to make. Because <laughs> like at the time, I was you know, my priorities were still leaning more towards you know video games. Like the kissing was cool and stuff, but fucking sure. Jungle Strike. <laughs> it was just kissing. Yeah, it was like... just kissing. You know. If it's so. been something else, then we'll talk. But yeah, yeah. I mean, no, Jungle Strike outweighs smooching. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just very glad that story went in that direction. Because, like, we'd be watching My Girl and thinking, like, we should do that. Like, let's get stung by bees. <laughs> yeah, let's go find some bees. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you allergic? Mm, that's uh, my kink. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say, like, she would trick you into, like, kissing your grandma or something. Like, no. She'd take me behind the garage and I'd close my eyes, and then sometimes I was kissing my own grandma. Oh, not again. Ah, Granny. Man. You're a very sweet boy. You're a very generous young man. Now let's go play Jungle Strike. Oh, okay. It was worth it. Uh, oh, I mean that's 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 actually a true lesson for all kids. Is you you gotta endure some grandma kissing for uh, like the birthday and Christmas presents is pretty much how it works. Like it's sure. weird getting a, getting a kiss from a wrinkly old lady, yeah. but you get birthday and Christmas presents out of it. And I don't mean a romantic kiss. I should really yeah no, no you talk. don't have to romantically kiss your grandma. <laughs> yeah. Don't grab her butt that. while you're you, doing it. You, you don't you're getting a romantic kiss from a wrinkly old lady. Says you this whole what time. You don't have uh, to do that, son yeah, of a bitch. <laughs> so I so never. So what actually is Jungle Strike? <laughs> so it's an isometric game where you're a helicopter and you're flying around and like you can blow up buildings, you're blowing up vehicles, you've got like rockets and missiles, machine guns. Like it is really cool. Um, like it, it's a long series. Like uh, 
started with Desert Strike, which, you know, because the Gulf War was popular back in the day. And then you got Jungle Strike. Then there was uh, Urban Strike, yep. Soviet Strike, and Nuclear Strike. So, so strike. I think the, the Gulf War was definitely a thing. I don't know that you would consider it popular. <laughs> I mean, they made video games about it. There's movies about it. There's yeah, it, it dominated it. pop culture at the Seems time. Seems pretty popular to me. Yeah, that Poly Shore Andy Dick vehicle took place in yeah. the Gulf War. So there you go. Yeah. God, oh, guys, those two can names. we talk about in the army now? Like, can we talk about how Pauly Shore and Andy Dick should have followed that up within the jungle now? Like, yeah, I, in the, I in the urban now. <laughs> in, in the, the nuclear now. now. I would watch a whole series of that. I'm not even five kidding, movies. man. I don't like Andy Dick, but Andy I would Dick. watch all those all those movies. No, I don't like Andy Dick at all, but I love Polly Shore, man. <laughs> the, you know, the continued adventures of Bones Conway and various jungle missions. You know. It's I would the watch weasel. that in a heartbeat. <laughs> ah. Man, really had to make some trouble in that jungle. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds great, guys. That you know, fuck. More Polly Shore, you know, movies should have been made, quite frankly. And video games of those movies. Oh my yeah. god. What would you, you know think what? would be the worst Polly Shore game? Worst Polly Shore game. Jury duty. Jury duty. <laughs> no, what's, what's the one where he like joins an Amish family? They're not Amish. They're just simple country folk. It's, yeah. okay. uh, Are you talking about son-in-law? Yeah, I think. Yeah, you're talking about son-in-law. Son-in-law would be the best one because it would be a dating simulator in which you get to, I don't know, make good with Carlo Gugino's parents. <laughs> like, <laughs> actually, no, because shit. It, I don't know when the last time you guys, you guys saw son-in-law. Not a dating oh. thing. Polly Shore does not get the girl in that movie. That's not the point of that movie at all. He just moves in and like hangs out with him for a while and does not like smooch Carla Gugino at the end. I was surprised to find that out when I watched it most recently. Yes, I've watched it recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it'd be like a farming sim starring Polly Shore. It would not be a dating sim. But Carla Gugino would be there. That's cool. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what. Eh. Uh, Encino Man would be a fantastic game. Biodome um, would be amazing. Biodome would be, you know, fucking perfect. Uh, you know, God, picture like Biodome in like a, like a two-player co-op kind of thing where one of you is fucking Stephen Baldwin and the other <laughs> falling short. And God. there's no objectives whatsoever. It's just Toe Jam and Earl, but you're those two guys. I, I, oh, can't, see, I, imagine, I can't imagine anything worse than playing a video game where like one, you have the shitty Mad Cats controller that your friend has, and then two, you have to be Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm imagining, like, because it's a biodome and, like, a single contained environment, it's like the islands in Animal Crossing, so it's Animal Crossing with Polly Shore. Oh, mm -hmm. man. I'm into it. Real into it. Um, more into it than Jungle Strike, quite frankly. I love a helicopter <laughs> shooting game, don't get me wrong. But, like, yeah, I don't know, man. If I was looking at Jungle Strike, I would be hoping it would be more like, uh, you know, gorillas in the jungle kind of situation, you know, running and gunning. Helicopters are cool, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I rented this game as a kid, and I really was at a point where I, I didn't quite understand what I was actually supposed to do, because uh, mm. I wasn't going to sit around like, read things. Uh, so I definitely, my memories <laughs> of this game is just me in a helicopter trying to blow up the Washington Lawn Monument. <laughs> like, Jeez, I think you could. <laughs> not an objective, I don't think. I'm pretty sure you could, though. You could. I like it. really cool. I like, like how this is a game where you're fighting terrorists and Johnny picks it up like, yeah, I'm not really sure. Like, are they the bad guy? <laughs> I don't know. I'm into it, man. 
Uh, yeah, I, I like the idea that Johnny just didn't read anything. I uh, did it. <laughs> yeah, good. See, again, Where I was concerned you? that as you were saying, like, I don't know, I'm into it. Like, are you into terrorism? Like, what the fuck I mean, is happening it, on this show? No, no, no. I'm just into the idea that Johnny at some point was just not paying attention and, you know, switched sides without realizing it. I, I just constantly like, kept getting arrested by the FBI at the game. It was really rough. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you get disillusioned after a while, man. That's how it goes. Yeah. Maybe we're not as popular as we think, guys. Maybe the, you know. Maybe the jungle was the hero of the game the whole time. I don't know. Mm. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, you know, it sounds cool. So, you know, the Strike series is just helicopter shooting games? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. Um, nah, see, I'd rather be on the ground. That's just me. I, you know, I don't want to fly above the jungle. I want to run through it. You know, like fucking Credence, baby. just want to run through that jungle. <laughs> it's better to run through the jungle. That's, uh, that's what I'm trying to say. But... but- but from a helicopter, you can play Fortunate Son. That's true. Yeah, you can just recreate it. <laughs> just be a severely Vietnam cliche game. <laughs> All you're doing is flying a helicopter and playing Fortunate Son, and the sun's going down. You know, there's a cigarette lit somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, Jesse, anything else on uh, Jungle Strike? No. Did you play any no. other, other strike games? Is Jungle the best strike, or is there a better setting than I, Jungle? Force I Force? thought this was the, the better, the best one I've played. I've only mm. played uh, three of them: Desert, uh, Jungle, and Urban. Yeah, Urban Strike doesn't sit right with me. I don't like yeah. it. it. Sounds like yeah. you're, you know, gunning down like Detroit with a helicopter. <laughs> I'm not into it. Like, just don't turn those guns on U.S. cities. Mm-mm. But uh, anyway, yeah, cool. Awesome game. Awesome tunes. Um, and uh, yeah, Tarzan needs a helicopter. Let's get him then. Let's work on that, guys. Game two.
All right, gentlemen. Um, so this is the first game in the series to depict the main character with a mole under the left side of her lip. Anybody need any additional help, or you got your guesses ready? Yeah, I'm not feeling good. All right, let's see some answers. So, uh, John says Tomb Raider 3, sadly incorrect. Uh, John and, or Johnny and Jesse have the correct answer of Metroid Other M. What? And... John seems utterly disgusted, which is an appropriate reaction to Metroid Other M. Well, There's no, other... disgusted that Johnny somehow got it right. I don't understand that at all. That's bizarre. Does, uh, does Other M stand for Other Mole? That's what it is. <laughs> you know, I wish. What does the Other M stand for, David? 
you know, they never really explain it. Um, yeah, or sure. maybe they do at the end of the game, and I just never got that far. Hmm. Well, let's speculate. Let's do a lightning round real quick where we just decide what the other M could stand for. Lightning round! Alright, we're gonna go around the horn, do a little rapid-fire lightning round. Uh, David, give me a word that relates to Metroid or Samus as a character that starts with M. Uh, machine. That could be. It, oh, no sound, John. Oh, Space! I was gonna say, are we going to anybody else, or is it just <laughs> no, that's a, one that's person the the lightning round? round. <laughs> that, that was it, David. You know, you chose machine, so yes, Metroid, other machine, um, the very, very popular entry in the Metroid series. Um, what a popular and fantastic game this is, and what a timely pick, David. Um, you know, I, I would hate to be talking about a Metroid game that everybody else is talking about and enjoying. So it's good, really good this week that you got other machine on the show. You know, it was funny because I was ready to talk about this game um, two weeks ago before <laughs> it came out because I wanted to talk about, and that's not a dig at anyone. I'm just saying, like, time had a, time caused a funny thing to happen because um, I wanted to talk about like the positives of this game, how how it looked, like, the environments, the first, like, biosphere is the big, like, swampy jungle, and I thought it was really unique for a Metroid game, and I really enjoyed it, and it had, like, the giant tree dinosaur things. It's like, you know, this game has some, like, good things in it. Um, it controls pretty well. There's the, like, action commands that you can do, because Team Ninja helped develop it and everything. Like, yeah. And then Dread came out, and I started playing Dread, and I was like, wow, this is so much better in every mm -hmm. single way. Seems like it, yeah. Because even, like, the controls, it's... Other M uses a D-pad in 3D space, and Dread uses a control stick in 2D space, and I would much rather have that um, than Other M. The, like, quick attack moves that you have are much easier to pull off. Um, mm. And they're much more useful. Um, just the general design of the game. It doesn't tell you exactly what items you need to get through secret tunnels. Like, I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. could, could, wanna... that be a, could that be another word that M stands for? Other moves? Yeah. They I'm give impossible. you some Metroid, some other moves, but they're not very easy to pull off. Um... So, uh, I'm, I'm just going to stay on that. So you keep talking about this. I'm, you know, but as uh, as we go on, I'm going to think of what that other M could be. Because I was thinking, you know, other M, rearrange that. Mother. And then <gasps> the initials of the game, Metroid, other M. M-O-M. Could it be? Is this a this secret game, translation of Mother? That's what it is. This is Mother 3. Oh, Guys. I thought it was like a Danzig game. No, yeah, that, that would have been good too. No, I was thinking it's it's you know it's that CBS sitcom Mom with Anna Faris. Uh, <laughs> it's it's like that. It's just interminable uh, in terms of being a Metroid game, but a hilarious, hilarious sitcom. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I definitely see where you're coming from, and like I just I don't get the like space exploration vibe from Mom. But, you know, when I stopped thinking about that, it was, it was a decent show. I had fun. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, 
and but so David is motherhood a theme in Metroid Other M? Uh, Metroid um, Other, uh, excuse me, Metroid Other Mother. Uh, yes, it is because of the baby Metroid that Samus never stops talking about. Oh my constantly. god! Constantly, Metroid from another mother. That's what sweet. it is. Yeah, but I mean, Metroid. it's Jesse. It's not in, like the sweet thing. It's just like the baby. The baby was there, and the baby saved my life for the baby because the well, baby. David, like, oh my god! Shut the hell up, yeah, David. That's uh, I don't know if you ever knew a woman, but um, <laughs> yeah, they're I've defined, come across a few in my time. They're defined by their relationship with children and their ability to produce children. That's all they are. David. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Hot take. I just want to take this opportunity, and I hope John doesn't edit this out. Uh, I do not support those views, and I am not in agreement in any way, shape, or form. So you're saying you don't support Metroid Other M, the Metroid Mom game? Uh, no, I don't, because like I was, I definitely have issues with Other M. And I was prepared to, like, defend it some and, like, highlight its good things. And then I played Metroid Dread, and I was like, oh, it has no good things. Right. This game. Yeah, I like the idea that, David, you, you've you been trying to look on the bright side for ten years, and then you played a better Metroid game. You're like, yeah, no, there was no, there was never a bright side. <laughs> it just simply didn't exist. It was a mistake. Could that be the other M? Another mistake? Yeah. I think that's it. I think it's Metroid Other Mistake. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, yeah, big mistake. First mistake, the mole. What are, we, what are we doing giving Samus a mole? That's just a level of detail that nobody was asking for. I mean, and they wanted the to, like, make her sexy, I guess, by giving her, like, a beauty mark. And her zero suit now has heels, but not, like, the jet heels from Smash Brothers, just, like, built-in heels. Oh, yeah, it's just a pain in the That's ass to walk in. <laughs> like, she's a That's bounty hunter. What the fuck? Yeah, bounty hunters. I mean, they they could wear heels if they want, but it just doesn't seem like they would. Yeah, it's, like, it's I don't not know. practical for the type I mean, of unless, bounty hunter. Unless she again, is. they're rocket heels. I mean, she's a bounty hunter in space. You can't just be wearing heels. I don't know. Like it just. I will it say it has to at, serve a purpose. At this point, I have only one positive thing to say about Metroid Other M, which is the design of Young Samus when she was like part of the Space Federation and like her khakis and her short hair. That looks cool. Literally everything else about the game is garbage. Hmm. All right. So keep it on the CBS theme. So the game is, uh, it's actually the sitcom Mom, but could young Samus be kind of like young Sheldon? Is she uh, is she precocious on that level? Is, uh, is there a spinoff in the future, David? Is there young Samus coming soon from Nintendo? I don't know that I would compare Young Samus with Young Sheldon. However, I would compare Metroid Other M's quality to Young Sheldon. <laughs> Ooh. So where's Metroid Other M rank in relation to the Big Bang Theory, for example? Uh, yeah, can Just we, as good? Better? Can we do a tier maker chart, but all the, instead of like SABCD, it's CBS sitcoms? Like, CBS sitcoms and Metroid Other M. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to figure out where it fits in there, man. Yeah. <laughs> Is Metro Another M as good, better, worse than than that Cedric the Entertainer and Schmidt from New Girl sitcom that obviously looks like dog shit? <laughs> <laughs> Is I it mean... better than Jag? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's Metro Another M ranked you know, in terms of like Survivor season? <laughs> I, would, I would definitely put it at least two tiers below Becker. Yeah, there we go. Oh, well, yeah, how's it? You know, Metro Other M 
versus say yes dear uh has cbs mm. ever made a good show whoa wait a, a minute few. yes dear stars mike o mally <gasps> metroid other m it's a yes dear game and samus should be played by mike o'malley we cracked it fellas i don't i don't know that i would rather her play be played by mike o'malley i think i would rather he her be played by Mora quirk metroid other quirk mo let's go to the <laughs> leaderboard mo I mean, i'm finding the connections here the connections are numerous uh, to nonsense, of course. That, you know, Plus, like, I just want to make sure I was right. Mike O'Malley was the host of Guts, right? Yes, yes. he was. Okay, good. I got that right. Yeah. And Mo was the referee, and she was the other Metroid. Um, so it all makes sense. The best Metroid. Uh, so I'm at what point in this game? Metroid screeching in that like Irish accent. How good is Samus at the aggro crag, David? That's my question. Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> Samus would kill that shit. God, yeah, she would. And she'd kill the other kids, too. Like, just blow them away with <laughs> missiles on the way up the aggro crag. Like, she would probably, she would like, climb being... halfway up and then find, like, a little hole and then take a bomb and just bomb jump the rest of the way up. God, yeah, can you imagine? Mm. Kids are trying to, like, run laps on a track and she's just laying down little morph bombs. <laughs> like... Of course, the worst part is as soon as she gets to the aggro crag to get the trophy, she has five minutes to leave before it all explodes. Yes, God. <laughs> you get the glowing piece of the rock and then you gotta escape Nickelodeon Studios. It's a, uh, you know, it's a good crossover, guys. <laughs> instead of instead of Mother Brain at the end, it's Mark Summers. <laughs> <laughs> He's all germaphobic and that's what's made him grow into a giant hideous monster. I'm into it, guys. This you sounds get there, great. Like, why, why is it Mark Summers? He's like, deal with it. <laughs> Metroid <laughs> other Mark Summers. Mm -hmm. There it is. Yeah. I mean, Samus would kill the aggro crag, but how would she do on the extreme double dare challenge? I mean... I'd love to see Samus hunting through like a big peanut butter and jelly sandwich for a flag. It'd be really fun to watch with the arm cannon and everything. She'd probably have a hard time gripping it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty good. It'd be real good. Anyway, um, so great game, David. Clearly, we all had many thoughts on it, many things to actually say about the game. Um, you you want to give us like 40 seconds of your opinions of Dread. How's Dread going for you, pal? Dread's <laughs> uh, really good. And if I have 40 seconds, I think the thing I really want to emphasize is the controls and how Samus moves. Because when she like runs and wall jumps and slides and gaps, like it's like controlling water. Like that aspect is so incredible, like just flowing water. It's so enjoyable. Um, that it makes the exploration so much better. Hmm. Sounds interesting. You know, uh, Samus to me has always existed in like a solid state. So for her to be uh, <laughs> you know, more liquid, more fluid, I'm, I'm intrigued. I mean, no uh, spoilers, but yeah. you know. <laughs> she she gets turned into goo. It's uh... she gets the various suit, the gravity suit, the goo suit. You know, mm -hmm. the secret world of <laughs> Samus Mac. God, yes. <laughs> Okay, can't beat that. <laughs> Game three.
Alright, so this is our fan request for the evening, and uh, the trivia is... Uh, shit, where'd it go? Uh, the trivia is, in US copies of the game, trying to listen to any song in the jukebox will cause the game to crash. Um, and while you are writing down your answers, want to give a special thanks to Tay in our Discord, uh, who gave us this request. Johnny already has his answer ready. Oh, I get your answer now. Okay. At first I thought it was like part of a planet or... Um, so Johnny drew a dick swinging on a vine. Uh, John says Fonzie ate my neighbors. And Jesse says Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Uh, sadly, everyone is incorrect. This is Digimon World. So yeah, again, I want to... <laughs> I'm sorry, John's face is killing me right now. Um... <laughs> Gotta catch them all. I want to say once again. <laughs> I want to say once again, thanks to Tay for this request. Um, so, <laughs> Digimon World. Why don't y'all talk about it for a second? <laughs> I know nothing about Digimon. I saw one yeah. of the little... Um, like, uh, what do you call them? Like, like Tamagotchi type things for Digimon. And I was real tempted to pick it up. Um, so I, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was just very funny to me. <laughs> the the reason that I wanted to, I'm I I'm gonna have to like pull up Discord to block because if I look at John, I won't be able to talk. Um, I wanted to choose this request because. Tay had placed a request, um, and I believe he gets special Patreon request privileges, so I wanted to honor that, but also, it, it seemed like people were angry about the request, and I didn't do it intentionally to, like, troll people or anything like that, but it just seemed like something Tay was passionate about and wanted, and I would, I would guess, and certainly by John's reaction, um, he 
was not going to put this on the radio, so I wanted to do something nice. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, sure. Let's put it on the show. Let's talk about Digimon and, uh, and let's get the soundtrack on the radio. Hmm. Cool. Yep. Okay. I've, I've, still... I've, Digimon's been a blind spot for me, but it's one of those things that mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to look into, but it's just overwhelming, you know? I, I like how, David, I never really see you in the radio, so I feel like this is a very yeah. little to no consequence action you just took. Like, right. <laughs> let's get this on the radio. Bye. <laughs> like, right. Your who knows what now. kind of character John's playing in the radio chat, but let me take Tay's request and play Digimon for everybody. Put Digimon on the radio. <laughs> I mean, I listened to the soundtrack. I don't think it's bad. I think it has some nice, like, environmental-style tracks. Yeah. I have so- it set up where I can see everyone's window except John's, because he's still giving me an angry face, isn't oh, he? Oh, nah. Incredibly. Okay. Oh, yeah. Furious. Um, no, he's just... I, I, he, he, he was flipping off with double birds, and then a third hand came in. I think it's I think it's his wife's or his kids to give you a third bird. It's, it's crazy. Oh, no, man. I tattooed it on the bottom of my penis. <laughs> 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 Um, I, I, I'll be honest. I didn't actually play the Digimon games, oh, really? but I definitely, what? I definitely watched the anime when I was younger. So like, I'm aware of Digimon, and I kind of know like the basic setup. And as I was looking at this game, um, apparently this game is way more complex than it has any right to be. Like. Sometimes the the Pokemon games, you know, with the different type advantages and whatnot, there'd be a lot to kind of keep track of. But in this game, you're essentially, um, you get a single Digimon that you kind of raise up and get it to evolve so that you can battle as you explore this island. But the process of, like, raising it and giving it experience, like, it is incredibly in-depth, like, as I was looking up videos of it, there was somebody who had a legit spreadsheet, like, pulled up to figure out, like, what food to feed at what time of day and how much exercise, like, while walking. Like, I thought that this would be, like, a fun little 3D PS1 game for kids who liked the anime. <laughs> um, no, this is very complex and involved. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, See, Johnny, I, th- I thought that like an anime game that had spreadsheets would kind of get you excited because that seems like something you'd want to do. You had me at spreadsheets. Yeah. Spread them sheets, baby. You lost me at the anime. <laughs> mm. You yeah, know, this anime lost me 23 years ago. <laughs> now, you, you want to talk playing muds with spreadsheets like, yes, then I can talk all day. But uh, no, playing PS1 games and spreadsheets was not not my cup of tea. Uh, my, my one, I didn't have a PlayStation One, so that was that made it pretty difficult. <laughs> but then two, my game consoles and TV were nowhere near my computer when I was growing up, so that would have been also a real pain in the ass. <laughs> um, and I was I was reading like as I was looking for trivia, which the majority of the trivia in this game features things like. Gigadramon or where Garurumon's like okay right, well obviously yeah. I can't use mon. those as trivia hints um, but you have there's a way that you can um, evolve your Digimon either forward or backwards so 
like based on how you raise them so it's technically possible if you like regress them they lose their stats you can actually get like the ultimate level digimon with zero stats which i don't hmm. think will like let you actually play the game because <laughs> like you can't win any kind of fight with that um what's the point of being able to do that I don't know. I don't Is know. Is it like a punishment if you don't do things right? Like your your stats start to regress? I think so. And I think it was just like, it was programmed as a, we don't want people to ignore their Digimon. We want them to help it and raise it. And then people figured out like, well, you can keep regressing it and make the game even harder. Like, I don't know why you would do that, though. <laughs> I, I think I like how you guys, like as, a pro, as somebody like programs things, you guys are coming at this from the attitude of like the programmers knew what they were doing. Like everything about this just sounds right. like a gross oversight. Yes, no, it sounds like a severe mistake. Like <laughs> imagining like, you know, if in Pokemon, like the Pokemon that you send to a box not only don't gain levels, but like they start losing their levels. So when you go to get like, you know, your level 20 fucking, you know, Oddish that you caught on route whatever, it's actually down to like level 12 and it's like what the fuck it's like, well, you didn't use it so it lost some stats like it's a little emaciated pokemon that were just <laughs> left in a box somewhere oh, no. like, well, you know, why would they do that why would they why would they do that to the to the digimon like well, you know once you gain something in a game you keep it you don't lose it <laughs> especially experience points like what the fuck look when the Aren't pokemon they... is in a box it's both alive and dead until you open the box and sometimes you open the box and it's dead Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's all that, that's how it happens yeah it's called pokemon's box <laughs> so they're digital monsters so is it like are they like like computer programs or are they what? cryptocurrency oh my god are they all <laughs> NFTs? nfts god yeah. is, there, is there a digicoin or digicoin probably coinmon 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 <laughs> nft amon mm-hmm non-fungamon non-fungamon uh, <laughs> <laughs> Episode a non-fungible <laughs> <a> token. <laughs> so, it, like I said, it was a, a PS1 game, and it was kind of following that like Monster Rancher Pokemon style, but instead of being kind of like a fun collect raise thing, it's just incredibly obtuse and complex. Hmm. But it's got yeah, kind no, of a catchy soundtrack, and the character designs are fun. I like the monster designs, and you know. What the hell? Why not? That would make me hate it even more, man. You would think, like, Digimon as, you know, a game that's obviously having to compete directly with Pokemon. They would be like, all right, well, here's the thing. We're going to have to do something to grab players even more than, like, just Pokemon. Pokemon's already, you know, kid RPG, so let's make ours even easier. Uh, and then it's like, oh, no, no, no. Let's make it fucking hard for no reason. <laughs> and you don't actually get to keep any of the levels you gain. You're at risk of losing them all the time. It's like, is that going to draw in new players? Like, no, but it's something <laughs> completely different than any other game. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh no, this, that's a horrible, horrible idea. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> I, I, don't have any like I, I don't have any reason to hate it. I want to make that very clear. I, I don't know why I hate Digimon. I know nothing about Digimon. My knowledge of Digimon is limited to the word Agumon and some hentai I saw when I was in middle school. That's all I know about it. 
I think I know nothing. I think the issue for Digimon with me was that I think I, I it would come on like right after, right before Pokemon, uh, you know, on TV, and all I would think was like, why aren't they just playing more Pokemon? <laughs> like, why are they playing <laughs> this? I feel like you know maybe when we were kids it was on on like Fox like afternoons when you get home, and I would either just not watch it and watch Pokemon, and then I feel like maybe it was trying to compete with like Toonami, and I was just going over to Toonami instead, and so I just never caught it, and it was never for me because I'm like I already watched Pokemon. Why in God's name would I watch another show about this? Two shows <laughs> about a world of I, monsters. That's way too I, many. And mm-hmm. for me, when I was a kid and I saw it. I thought it was weird that some of the monsters looked like humans. It's oh, I didn't even get to that. And it was well, like they have like angels and stuff as monsters, and it's like that that thing has a human head. I is it my like weird slave? You know, I just want little oh, animals uh, to fight. You know. Yeah, no, you know, I just want Agumon. <laughs> That's all I know. You know, it's not Charmander; it's Agumon. <laughs> That's all I got. See, that's. So. That's kind of how I feel about Monster Rancher. Like, I was into Pokemon. What even I... is Monster Rancher? Do we need to litigate another series right now? <laughs> now, I now do... in that game, you could put random CDs in your PlayStation, and that would summon, like, different monsters that you could, like, uh, like level up and stuff. And That's cool. it would detect certain CDs and bring in special monsters. Like, if you put in, like, the Mariah Carey Christmas album, you got, like, a Sanity monster. And meanwhile, in Digimon, if you tried to listen to any music, the game died. Oh, yeah. What happened with, like, what was the story with that? Yeah. Um, you programmed it that way. <laughs> apparently, there were a lot of bugs in this game. Um, and again, um, in U.S. copies oh, of the digital game, monsters. if you listen to any song on Giruman's jukebox, it causes the game to crash. Um, in the non-English PAL versions of the game... Um, you can't actually get to the Ogre Fortress, so you technically cannot beat the game in non-English PAL versions. Oh, good. Apparently the series got better after this, but this is what was requested, so. Yeah, thank God. Thanks, Dave. That you were in charge of taking this request. Yeah. <laughs> Would that be a lesson to anybody that takes a request? If you see my red face attached to the request in some way, yeah, play it. Uh, you know, <laughs> red face, red angry face on the Discord means I love it. Uh, yeah. yeah, not that I inexplicably hate it. So, <laughs> great request, fantastic game and show to have discussed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, uh, I don't mean to be Captain Bringdown by any means. I love it. It's my favorite game. I'll love it forever, right. and I'll request it every day on the radio. <laughs> This is not getting added to the radio, is it? No, it ain't. Okay. Whoa! (laughs) Game four. I'll add it to you. Game four.
Alright, guys, so, um, in the level of the Lost City of Copan, there is a secret portal that will take you, uh, to a playable version of the first game in this Activision series. So when you guys finish uh, writing answers, I'm absolutely adding this new sound to the soundboard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Need more of that. <laughs> That'd be right. good for our new segment, Cougar Talk. Ooh. Wasn't... All right. You guys need more uh, hints? No, right. I just had to double check um, and make sure that the game was made by Activision. <laughs> all right. Oh, well, I really should have double checked that. <laughs> oh, all right. So David says Tarzan versus Tony Hawk, which is incorrect. John says Time Splitters, which is incorrect. And Jesse has the correct answer of Pitfall, the Mine Adventure. Yep, this is the third game in the Pitfall series, Pitfall the Mine Adventure. I didn't realize there was a second game until, until I read that there was like, there's two Atari games, and then this one on Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Super Nintendo. Wasn't the second game just called Pitfalls? No. Oh. Was it Pitfall, Pitfalls, and Pitfallers? No. <laughs> no, it's Pitfall, Pitfalls, and then Pitfall 3, and then Pitfall Resurrection, I was going to say, then, um, Pitfall 3, that's where Pitfall Harry, like, cuts all his hair off and gets pregnant, right? God, yeah. that one sucked ass. Because they said it was going to take place in, like, Earth, and then just it, the whole thing took place in this prison colony. It's a nightmare fucking game. Ugh. I don't know if I think it's funny or angering that Johnny has no idea what we're talking about. How do you guys feel about Pitfall Resurrection, though? It's been so long since I've seen that one. Right, but like, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I'm trying to Pitfall Harry, like, having his DNA spliced with the fucking uh, jungle idol. I, the I alligator? Can't, I can't not talk the about crocodile. an alien now. <laughs> uh, I backed myself into a corner the there. The croc um, queen? <laughs> yes. God. So, no, Pitfall the Mayan Adventure, the third game in the Pitfall series. Um, what else you got, John? <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's a, it's a pretty fun game. It's got really nice um, uh, animation. Like it's a really good looking game. Uh, and the Sega CD version, in particular, has like expanded levels, which is pretty interesting. Um, but I, I think my favorite thing about it is is the story, which is that you are playing Pitfall Harry's kid, Harry Junior. Uh, <laughs> you and your dad, Pitfall Harry, are out. You know, on an adventure in the Mayan jungles, your dad gets captured. You gotta save him. That's that's how the game begins. Um, and at the end, when you when you rescue your your dad, 
you 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 run into the final like area and you see this big rock and you look and there he is tied up the original like atari sprite pitfall guy <laughs> your dad <laughs> like, <laughs> that's <okay>. awesome <laughs> be cool <laughs> just that they're like hey son what took you so long and uh hmm. yeah and i really got a kick out of um when i was a kid you know, playing this on the Sega Genesis, and you found what well, I found that secret level by accident. Um, when you're near the portal for it, some of the original Atari 2600 Scorpions show up in the stage, which is like your clue that you're nearby. You know, uh, and then I went in, and it's like I'm playing, I'm playing Pitfall. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> like, is it? Does it use the like Genesis sprite in the? Nope, Atari backgrounds, or it goes completely back to goes Atari graphics. Completely Atari graphics. That's awesome. And throughout wow. the game, when you like outside of that bonus level, when you get things like power ups, it plays the original Atari, you know, sounds. That whenever you get anything, that's awesome. It's pretty. It's pretty cute. I love when games do that when they like make those references. Like, there's um the Castlevania like multiplayer game. You can unlock eight bit Simon Belmont. Or in, um, I think it's Shantae Risky's Revenge. Uh, like one of the labyrinths has a room where you, it, it uses the Game Boy Color graphics. Like just straight up goes right back to Game Boy Color. Yeah, I love throwback shit like that. That's I'm awesome. a total sucker for it. I can't believe they were doing it in 1994. Yeah. Like porting Atari games to the Sega Genesis. I didn't realize that they even really, I mean, I guess. I guess this Atari's not that complicated. They probably had that tech. No. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure I can do it. <laughs> but, like, you didn't but see... Still, it just seems like that's like a nostalgia play that you just wouldn't see in a game at that time. Seems, you know, kind of fun and funny. Yeah. You could say you didn't see things like collections of Atari games till like, the PlayStation 1, right? Right. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty fun game. It's, um... You know, like it controls well, the graphics look good. It's a, it's a solid platformer. Uh, there's nothing particularly crazy at home about either, though. Like it's, it's no, it's no Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what, what a comparison? Is. <laughs> yeah, jeez, John, is that is that the bar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you have Sega Genesis. You got Sonic the Hedgehog. Everything compares to that. I don't know. Yeah, true. I was thinking Super Nintendo, and I'm like, you know, I know Pitfall's no Mario either. Yeah, hell, it's no, you know. I don't know. I'm not sure what to compare this to. Like, what's a what's a mediocre SNES platform adventure game to compare this to? How does this compare to a Flashback: The Quest for Identity? <laughs> that's that's different. That's more of a um, God. Those Flashback games are more like the um, what do you call them? Prince of Persia type games. Yeah. Right. See that? Okay. So how does this compare to uh, Prince of Persia? It's more fast paced because Prince of Persia is very like you know the slow, deliberate jumps and like those like very important animation frames and this is just like a you know jumpy platformer yeah, jumping over some pits now why do they call it pitfall if Cause the they object expect the... you to lose right i was gonna say yeah. is the object of the game not to not fall in the pits like don't shouldn't they have called it pit jumper <laughs> well some games have the you know antagonist as the title like right. asteroids, you don't play as an asteroid. That's true. That's true. Idea though. 
I, <laughs> you are the asteroids. A game called Spaceships, and you play as the asteroid. That does sound fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just trying to think. You know, what do you? I'm trying to think of games that are named after the action that you're trying to avoid. And hmm. I mean, uh, Doom. Yeah, Doom. Doom you're trying yeah. to avoid Doom. Well, I figure in Doom, you're the you're kind of bringing Doom upon a bunch of monsters. Like it's That's you true. know. You're, I you're mean, if you're bringing the Doom, why are you called the Doom Slayer? You're trying Doom to slay the Doom. Just call him Doom Guy. That's the thing. Yeah, you know, to me that sounds like the guy who's bringing the Doom. Oh, Command and Conquer. There we go. Is so? Is the point of Command and Conquer not to command and or conquer? No, it is. Oh, okay. Things you're not supposed to. Do. <laughs> Shit, that's the exact one. <laughs> Almost. That's, Almost it's all it. right there. <laughs> Johnny, come on, help us out. Yeah, here. I you, can't, you man, to, I can't think of many besides before. Pitfall. Like, right, see, yeah, now you're stuck on Pitfall. You, yeah, you, <laughs> like Missile Command, you command missiles. I don't know. Command of the missiles, yeah. Um, um, spa oh, Space know. Invaders. There you go. You're trying, yeah, you're you not wanna, invading. You're avoiding the Space Invaders. Right, so it seems like naming it after the enemy or the object to be destroyed is one thing, but, you know, Pitfall, so many games could be called Pitfall if the standard for the naming convention is that you're trying to avoid falling into a pit. Yeah. That describes I mean, so many games. I don't know about Missile Command because you're trying to stop the missiles that are falling. You're trying to shoot them down. With missiles, You're not though. commanding the With missiles. missiles. Hmm. Aren't you, like, telling where the now, mis uh, your missiles to shoot? Oh, centipede and millipede is a good one. I'm trying to stop the centipede. Yeah. Again, though, I feel like yeah, but you're trying to destroy the enemy. Name it after the the adversary. Yeah. But like fall guys, isn't the entire point not to fall? Yeah, That's just true. like pitfall. True. There you go. Yeah. So there it is. It's it, it really it's about falling. Let's see. It all comes back to falling, doesn't it? So is is fall guys just reimagining of pitfall? No. Totally. One hundred percent. Well, it's in the someone, Pitfall series. <laughs> as someone who has not played Fall Guys, let me ask two very important questions. One, can you dress up in like a jungle explorer outfit? Yes. Probably. Yeah, they probably and have two, that. Yeah, there's, there's are a there whole crocodiles? DLC. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there are crocodiles. Yeah, there are. They they had a, a whole like skin pack of like jungle themed shit going on. I'm, oh, really? Yeah, there was like. Hold on, I'm trying to think if there's crocodiles. Because, yeah, there was, like, you had to jump on, like, lily pads across swamps and avoid rhinos that would charge at you. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like a crocodile, like, flipping thing would have been something they added in there. But now that I think about it, I can't really put my finger on it. But, yeah, there's definitely, like, a jungle explorer thing going on in Fall Guys. So, yeah, it is definitely connected to the Pitfall verse. I was going to uh, say, and, and I want to clarify, like... Any type of crocodilian. I'm not like, well, that's an alligator. That's not a crocodile, so it doesn't right. count. Oh, yeah. Like, no, fuck it, no, it counts. As far as I'm concerned, any flipping mechanism in, pit, in fucking uh, Fall Guys that opens like an alligator's mouth, I'm counting it. That, you know, that's good enough for me. Because, yeah, you're dressed in a fucking jungle outfit, there's a swamp theme going on, and you get you know slung out of there by something that opens like a cartoon alligator's mouth. Yeah, it counts. It's Pitfall. Fall <laughs> Guys is Pitfall. That's what we're talking about. It, yeah. Totally adds up. I'm yeah. glad we got there. Pitfall now let's guys. find some other games with Fall in the title and connect them as one long canonical series. It's the logical progression. Ooh, Fallout. I think. No, I there think it is. The obvious. You're trying to avoid the Fallout. 
the obvious one that will connect everything all together is Metroid Other Mayan Adventure. Oh my <laughs> god, that's what it is. That's the um, other M, is Pitfall. <laughs> he opens up the, she opens up the small canister, and instead of the baby Metroid, it's just an Atari sprite of Pitfall Harry. And suddenly you're playing Pitfall. <laughs> so You know, this is better than other M, actually. <laughs> is Kid Icarus the ultimate Pitfall? Hmm. Ooh. <sighs> Ooh. Game <He's> five.
Uh, okay, so uh, when entering your character's name in the English version of this game, there are five names that will result in an invalid entry. God, Y-H-W-H, Yahweh, Jehovah, and Yehovah. How you guys feeling? Feeling good. Do those songs raise your spirits? Maybe. Cool. Oh, I, I shouldn't have said that. Jesse hadn't written down an answer yet. Uh, let's see. John Regan says black and white. Sadly incorrect. Jesse says Pokemon something. Also sadly incorrect. And David says Tarzan versus Fantasia. Super sadly incorrect. Uh, all three wrong. God damn it! It's it's the new act razor, isn't it? Yes, of course it's the new act razor. Oh. Johnny, also we have a sound for all yeah. three people getting it wrong. Yeah, David jumped in before I could do it. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, of course it's act razor renaissance. How could it not Shit. be? Yeah, how absurd. Talk about you know, wanting to use a game two weeks ago, man. Shit, I was I was real keen on this two weeks ago. Way to go, John! Fucking uh, killed all the momentum for <laughs> me and this Act Racer remake. I mean, Ooh, you, you can still talk about it, right? It's still a good game. You're still I excited to... about it, aren't you? Mm, yep. And then I got to that <laughs> island full of Agumon and. <laughs> It just that was the secret renaissance. There was, you know, there were digital monsters everywhere, <laughs> and now I'm what not into I... it. No, um, honestly, I, you know, I'm still kind of into it. It's just I, I, I had momentum going a couple weeks ago, and the momentum has slowed dramatically. Like that, you know, they announced this on that Nintendo Direct, dropped it that day, and I'm like, fuck it. Like I need to support this. I need to show them that I do support remaking some of my favorite SNES games. I'm buying this day of full price huge mistake terrible mistake like this is a wait for a sale kind of game but i am enjoying it it's fun but it's not that fun um, you're sending mixed messages to me here 
Oh, yeah? <laughs> like, I bought this day one. That was a mistake. It's fun, but not that fun. Like, right. I don't know it's, how to feel. They, you know, they took the original game and added more stuff and fleshed it out and added some new modes. I don't think the new modes add to, like a whole lot of enjoyability to the game. I'm, you know, I'm very conflicted about this game. It's, uh, it, it's something, man. I don't know. Did you, uh, any of you guys actually play ActRaiser? A little bit. No. David, Super Nintendo man? Uh, no, but it's <laughs> on the list of games that I feel very bad for not playing. And I wanted oh. to get this because it seems like such a cool idea of God game, and then you go down and slay monsters. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Um, no, David, honestly, this gets my full recommendation once it's available at a deep discount. I think it's a perfectly fine update of Act Razor. I think if you want to play the original Act Razor, in the meantime, you should. It's you know because the original Act Razor is still fun. It's you know it's old. It's a little inscrutable. This does, this adds a nice new coat of paint to it, uh, but it also kind of adds a lot of stuff that your mileage may vary on. Like the original Act Razor, you're uh, playing as you know God, but you can't call him God. Uh, can you name him Dog? As, you know you can name him anything but those five things I said. Mm. So you know you can't name him Jesus and Ooh. go around slaying as Jesus. Can you name um, him Jesus? Yeah, totally. You just can't name those five things I said. Uh, Nintendo's you know, strict anti-Christian God policy, I guess. Um, I want to name him Buddha. What about just go around as an ass-kicking Buddha? God, yeah. but G A W D. Bah, God. 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 <laughs> God. Yeah, I, I think you can get away with that. Yes. Um, but yeah, so like the original game, you, you do a platforming section and then you do a city building section and you're, uh, the people below pray to you and bring you their concerns and you you know seal off monster layers and build up civilizations and then they present you with another platforming challenge. And yeah, it's kind of, you know, once you know what you're doing, it's kind of light and breezy. Like back in the day, I, it took me a while to play it because some of that shit's downright inscrutable and I'd have to, I didn't have the internet at my disposal, so I'd have to call the Nintendo helpline or fucking check a player's guide or some shit. And so, you know, yeah, the game stretched out. Nowadays, I could beat ActRacer in a, a sitting or two and, you know, really enjoy myself. It's a fantastic, enjoyable game. And this game adds a lot to be enjoyed. They add some more, you know, action stuff to the platforming sections. You know, you got, you know, some new moves, like some some upward strikes, some downward strikes, like a, a back dash to avoid damage. Um, you're collecting gems throughout the platforming levels that as you collect more and more of them, it increases your stats, like, you know, up to like four different times. So it's got kind of that, uh, the illusion of Gaia thing going on where you're incentivized to actually kill everything in the area, not just like avoid stuff. Um, and, you know, the platforming sections are fun. Uh, and they've added more platforming sections in the form of, like, little challenge rooms as part of the city building thing. Like, where it used to be, there'd be monster layers all over the map. And your people, you just had to guide them towards the lair. And they would build over it and seal it off. Uh, now it's like, oh, the people need your help to seal off the monster layer. You need to descend in there and defeat some monsters. So it's like a... 90 second challenge room anytime you have to go seal off a lair it's kind of fun uh and then the thing they added that i you know i can't decide how i feel about this guys what what's your mileage on tower defense uh i some, if i'm in the mood for it i like it but right. i have to be in a specific mood yeah so I... there was 
there was none of it in the original ActRaiser, and they've no. added a lot of it to ActRaiser Renaissance. <laughs> mm. So it happens quite a bit, four and five times per settlement. You've got to go into like this tower defense thing where you got to build forts around your town and you know upgrade them with resources that you collect and then defend the town against monsters and the monsters have you know magic or they're physical or they're flying or they're whatever and it's just man it's a lot that they added in there and at first i was like wow what a refreshing new thing to add to actraiser and then by like the fourth settlement i'm like why the fuck did they add this so much <laughs> like uh, it's uh I don't know, Johnny. Were you gonna say something about tower defense? What do you think about that? Uh, you know, I, I I used to play a lot of custom StarCraft maps on Battle.net back in the day, and people mm. would hack the game into being a tower defense game, and those right. are pretty fun. I enjoyed those, but I think I just enjoyed it more about it being a new way to play StarCraft. Right? I don't oh, know yeah, if I necessarily right. actually fun. enjoyed the tower defense aspect. <laughs> I think it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's kind of how I felt initially with this. It's like, hey, what a fun new thing to have added to ActRaiser. Like, do a little something different on the city building sections, more, you know, reasons for it. Like, you know, because in the original ActRaiser, like, you're really just flying around as an angel, shooting the monsters until they get sealed off, and then waiting for the town to grow and present you with the final platforming challenge each time. And now it's like, okay, you got to go around to the farms, you got to fly around and collect the resources, and then use that to upgrade the forts, and then you have to have the right kind of forts for the encounter, and, you know, some of the encounters later in the game just get downright unfair, and it's like a guessing game, like, yeah, it's, uh, it's all, uh, I don't know, not, not too wild about it, but as a full package, I think it's, uh, you know, all in all, a worthwhile game, I just, uh, it depends on how you feel about these tower defense things. Because the platforming is still a lot of fun. I like the act razor vibe and story of being a fucking god and having people pray to you with their problems. They did add a uh, you know more speaking role for the angel. It used to be like, okay, hey, god, or you know, Master Jay Gangsta, the, the people are praying to you. Please come to the temple and hear their prayers. And it's just two people in a temple, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, we uh, we need rains to you know do this." And now it's like, okay, they're praying, and then the little angel character pops up on the screen. It's like, well, I don't know, Master Jake, so maybe you should go, you know, rain on their you know farms and blow. It's like, yeah, motherfucker, I was going to. They just literally prayed for that. Like, I don't need you to come in and explain an angel man. Like, I I, I know what to do. Thanks. <laughs> like, so they added some unnecessary dialogue stuff, and they they've added some new character stuff, which is interesting because you know it used to be. You're just God and things happen around you and whatever. Now there's a, a champion character for like every uh, area, like in the first one in Fillmore, there's like a, they find some old, like super strong, like Thor motherfucker. And, you know, uh, he's like, oh, you know, I, uh, I don't know, man, I, I can't really help you guys fight, even though I'm super strong and, you know, awesome. And it's always a story like, oh, I, uh, I was a champion for a long time, but I the people became too reliant on me, and then when I wasn't there, they all died because they couldn't fend for themselves. So I, I can't help these people. And then eventually you talk him into helping the people, and he becomes the champion of the area. Same thing happens over and over again. If you meet a character with a name, they're going to be a champion of an area, and then eventually you can summon them into your tower defense thing. You know, they've added some stuff. Some of it's good. Some of it's okay. Uh, all in all, yeah, I think it's all right. I don't know. 
Uh, the jungle level is, of course, Maranha, the, like, island level. It's, like, kind of based on, like, Cambodia, like an Angkor Wat vibe. You got temples and jungles and water. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's all, all pretty interesting. Pretty fun. <laughs> you know, looks nice. You know, fun upgrades. Uh, you know, again, I think, you know, as a fan of ActRaiser, I don't regret buying it by any means. But I think, David, if you wanted to play it, wait for it to be, like, half off and then go for it. Because, yeah, it's fun. But if I mean, you don't have the nostalgia like I do, actually, you might enjoy it more. I don't know. That's the thing. I'm, I, I can't figure out how my nostalgia factors into this. Because, like, I love ActRaiser, but I also am a little annoyed with all the crap they changed about ActRaiser. <laughs> I'm, I'm very interested to play it. And then you started talking about tower defense, and I kind of checked out. Right. Yeah. Then that's valid. Because compared to the platforming sections, the tower defense takes up a lot of the fucking game. And so it's um, it's tough, but you know, kind of fun. So I don't know. It does, however, have one huge redeeming factor: all new orchestrated soundtrack by the you know one of the greatest of all time. Game that tune, Mount Rushmore member Yuzo Koshiro. What a fucking soundtrack, guys! Mm. Like um, just redone versions of the classic Act Razor shit, which I'm a huge fan of. You know, I fucking you know. I'm, I'm the kind of guy that waits for a Japanese orchestra to play this shit on YouTube and watches it live in the middle of the night. I like me some act racer. I like me some Yuzo Koshiro. So, you know, they gave him the reins and he fucking dominated the soundtrack. Uh, it's fun. You can switch between the SNES tunes and the new tunes. And he did new songs for each settlement. It used to be just one kind of overworld theme uh, that you got really tired of hearing by the end of the game. <laughs> Now each settlement has their own theme. Oh, good. And he did an SNES version of each of his new themes. So, oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. So he like sequenced the music and fucking, you know, uh, awesome. SNES like Fami Tracker and then also made the orchestrated version. I'm like, you know, props to you, Yuzo. Uh, yeah, I have no just, idea yeah. how you do that. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'll say that, you know, in some cases, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, obviously I have no idea, but in some cases, the sound of his like SNES-ified versions of the new songs doesn't quite match like the SNES sound of the original game. You know, like those mm. like real percussive drums and the bass hits and things that you know ActRaiser has. The new songs don't quite have that in some cases, but they're all nice new songs. Ooh. And so it's it's just it's a nice touch. Obviously, I'm playing with the new music on. I'm not going back to the SNES versions of anything, but it's well, like yeah. going through the sound test and listening to it. I'm like, that's a fucking great touch. Like he, you know, composed a bunch of new tunes and old versions of those tunes. Like you know, class act all around. Good move. <laughs> so, yeah, it's good shit, man. Um, is Yuzo on Twitter? Because he ought to yeah, go on there. You yeah, ought to tweet it and be like, just say class act all around, no context. Class act all around, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Yuzo, baby. You know, I pronounce show. his name correctly. Uh, you know, <laughs> I know how his name is spelled. <laughs> One of I had my to guys. really think about how to say it before I let the words come out of my mouth. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, did, did you almost say Kuzo? Again? I absolutely <laughs> almost said Kuzo. It's one of the defining moments of our show. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, shit. But yeah, uh, great soundtrack, fun, worthwhile, you know, update, depending on how you feel about certain aspects of the update. But I, I'm determined to finish it because also apparently once you finish it, 
they added a whole new area. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing oh. that, seeing whatever that is. <laughs> it's not on the map currently. This thing I was like, I was reading like, oh, there's a new area. And I'm looking around the map. I'm like, I don't see a fucking new area. I'm like I'm moving that sky palace around. Where the fuck is this new continent or whatever? <laughs> like, it's, Oh, it's post game thing. So, yep. Going to have to play it, beat it, defeat Satan. No, I'm sorry. Not Satan. Tanzra. Can't, you know, can't say uh, Satan. Uh, uh, uh. It's Satine, actually. Yes, it's exactly. Santa. Gotta defeat Santa. <laughs> God, yeah, they don't approve of Christian God, but they approve of Christian Santa <laughs> as the villain. <laughs> so, uh, what a game. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a hell of a bop and a hell of a game. And uh, I don't know, I might follow up on a future episode just to play more of the orchestrated versions of the new tunes and to report whether or not I actually care for the game. Because right now I'm at, I'm at about 60%. Yeah, I care for it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see where the rest of the game takes me. It could go either way. I, I got to be honest, I don't like those odds. No, I don't either. That's the thing. I, as I like, I put the game down for a couple of weeks and then picked it back up because the show was coming up and I knew I was going to use it. I'm like... Fuck! I'm still not really loving it. <laughs> yeah, this is a it's a real mixed bag, baby. <laughs> but I just I love the idea of you turning on your switch, picking up your controller, and like pushing start game, and just immediately going, "Fuck!" Yeah, that's how it is. It's like you know the music hits, and you're like, "Yeah, ooh, that's good. Oh, that's some good yuzo." And then the gameplay starts, and it's like, "Oh, right." fuck (laughs) it was this (laughs) so oh and actually the one thing i did want to say a super big point in the win column for a modern remake uh of like a classic game especially one done by square not a single bit of voice acting is in this game and yes that is a positive <laughs> if you played fucking their secret of mana update their trials of mana update anything square enix does with their voice casting uh it has a tendency to fucking suck <laughs> so man when the, when i started this game up and no one was talking it was all reading i was like damn that's actually that's a that's a that's a plus column right there that's good shit <laughs> so yeah it's uh we'll just see for now Time to beam back up to the Sky Palace and hit the calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps. George Lucas landing his dick on Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. Hell yeah. Great game, Jesse. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, congratulations. Um, you've brought hope back to the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought game that tune back to the people. So the question is, what are you going to bring to the people next week, man? What do you got for a theme for our next episode? Games in which characters transform. Hell yeah. I like how broad that is, and I'm super into it. Does Sonic turning into supersonic count as a transformation? <laughs> Kinda. How can it possibly come up, John? <laughs> yeah. There's got to be how a many Sonic games. Could there be less? <laughs> there, yeah. I'm sure there's one. <sighs> Fuck. He's going to find it. Johnny's going to dig deep in the crates. <laughs> He's going to find that Super Sonic game. Um, yes, Johnny, that does count. I mean, I'm sorry, Jesse. I don't mean to step on your uh, yeah. determination there, but like, it totally counts. I mean, you it's know. a different form, so he must transform. Yep. Yeah, Sonic is trans. 
forming into supersonic. <laughs> yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, cool. No follow-up necessary. Nope. Um, yeah. Transforming games. Fantastic. Fantastic theme. Uh, I look forward to that. And uh, guys, what a show it's been. Thank you for uh, being here, and thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for uh, joining us once again live. We're uh, live every Wednesday night, most Wednesday nights, uh, on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We love uh, love you guys hanging out with us on the live show. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. You can check us out at GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcast. We appreciate you guys listening there. Uh, thank you for everybody being patient with us the last couple of weeks when we didn't have new episodes hitting that feed, so we've done some fantastic bonus content. We got a September episode of Game That Tune Gems, our show where we look back at music from 30, 20, and 10 years ago. That's in your podcast feed. We've got David's fantastic new Mario mixtape. David, why don't you tell us what you what you did for that Mario mixtape and tell people why they should go listen to that right now, besides the fact that my endorsement is, it's delightful. Um, I was thinking about the super mario brothers main theme the ground theme and like how classic and endearing it was and i know it's been remixed a lot i took a look at how many times it's been remixed and i decided to make a mixtape out of as many remixes as i could find so Mm -hmm. it's really kind of like a history of mario all with one song yeah i like it as i you know titled it the melody of mario that melody, man, it's just, uh, it's iconic, and that's a good mixtape. So uh, enjoy that stuff in your podcast feeds. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening there. Uh, we appreciate everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's our home for awesome exclusives. It's the normal home for game that tune gems. We do our movie commentaries there. Uh, we do other stuff, other fun stuff, mixtapes and whatnot from time to time. And you help us keep the lights on at the... 24-7 video game music live stream twitch.tv slash GTT radio. So we super appreciate you guys uh, checking us out on Patreon. Special thanks to our absurd fans over there on Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Wise, Sam L, Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, and Unsettled Zebra. A fantastic group of supporters that we've got there at Patreon. Um... Thank you again for our request. I'll let David say it because uh, he can say it with you know with a smile on his face. Um, shout out to Tay. Thank you, Tay, for the request. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, uh, Tay made his request in Discord. That's the best place to join us, make your request. But you can also hit us up, gamethattune at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at gamethattune. Make those requests. Follow us. Email us. Communicate with us. We love hearing from you guys. We love getting requests. Um, or you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm there. At jgangsta187, you can find John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at dfdfleming. And you can find this week's winner, the illustrious Jesse Moore, on Twitter at sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, guys. So, Jesse, congratulations. Fantastic episode. And I assume that you're closing us out with fantastic tunes. Oh, yeah, it's really good. Um, I recently started listening to this group called Skatoon Network. Oh God, yeah. They do uh, like ska covers of stuff, and I particularly liked their version of Spider Dance from Undertale. So Mm. we're gonna hear that. Jesse, just because Johnny's back in town for the first time in two weeks doesn't mean you have to kiss his ass. But no, I I appreciate the Skatoon Network. So peace out, everybody.
Jungle Strike is copyright 1993 Electronic Arts. Metroid Other Machine is copyright 2011 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Digimon World is copyright 2000 Bandai Company Limited. Pitfall the Mayan Adventure is copyright 1994 Activision Publishing Incorporated. Act Razor Renaissance is copyright 2021 Square Enix. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, something went wrong there. <laughs> I'll say. Yeah, the Bose Take tune that, did not Johnny. play. Uh oh. Uh. Hold on. Let me see something here. Uh. <laughs> let me see if maybe I can just convert to something else. I don't, I don't know what happened there. Quick, play the Jaguar sound. Yeah, I'm looking forward to some middle of the night fucking nonsense gaming. So. If it's uh, anything like my first MacFest, that's what's going to be going on. Yeah. 24 <laughs> 7. Fucking arcade, yeah. All right, guys, um, let's buy a lot of coke and <laughs> just not go to sleep for like four days. Are you talking Coca-Cola? No. Or... Yes. Sure. Yeah, okay. I am, David. Coca-Cola with cocaine in it. No. Yeah. Very okay. old school Coke. That kind of Coca-Cola you put up your nose. So. Did you? The you other know the cocaine. Thing is, uh, <laughs> the, so the other thing is. Um, <laughs> Uh, That's me just hawking a loo. That was not a cope thing. I was done with that joke. <laughs> <laughs>